And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Bernie or Bordy, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If he's number one choice, doesn't double, double. Fantasy is a funny game, isn't it? Sometimes you can look at all the numbers and all the matchups you like, and as much as it looks like a sure thing, sometimes you just find yourself up shit creek without a paddle. I'm still trying to make sense of Mitch Creek's numbers over the weekend. It was a, a funny feeling, I must say, as an owner of both Creek and Oliver, watching Oliver following both of Creek's games. You know, hoping he wouldn't explode too much, and as we know, explode, he did outscoring Mitch by some 95 points, and you know, realistically making a huge difference in the rankings depending on whether you settled on my first or second pick. We just had the order wrong. So after Creek, how do we power forward? Let's get stuck into the top three captains for round three. So I am doing it in part to stick it up, Bordy. But if the Oracle thinks that this guy's first game was average at best and the big man's going to put up 13 and 15 in an average game for 67 fantasy points, then I sure look forward to seeing his numbers once he pulls out a good game and has a bit more experience under his belt. So at number three, I am going John Mooney. And despite his doubters, he picked it up where he left off, racking up rebounds at will. Um, And it seems his rebounding game from college will certainly transition to the NBL. It wasn't just the preseason. A safe option this week. I think it'll be rinse and repeat. Yes, he'll play the Phoenix again, who, as we know, are a liability inside. But news gets even better with his second matchup of the round where he meets the Breakers. And although it's a small sample size, New Zealand are giving up the most fantasy points to bigs in the competition. Um, and it looks like it's going to be a continuing trend from what we saw on the weekend. We just saw Hump destroy the Breakers with an 83. And, you know, at just 6%, owners should look forward to Mooney doubling Big Jock's score for the round this week and uh, looking at a good trading and results straight off the bat. Number two this week. Now, I asked for consistency from the big man before featuring in the top three, and the big man has delivered in spades, Big Isaac Humphreys. How do you deny a guy coming off 83, 62, and 76 in his last three? Despite Adelaide playing four games over the last seven days, he he seems to be getting better, if you can say that, with the more minutes he plays. He had 24 points, 11 boards, and a ridiculous seven blocks against New Zealand, if you don't mind. And He'll go right back at them again in his first game of round three. So he's almost putting up Bogut-esque-like scores right now um, due to his ability to rack up those blocks. 12 blocks in a round. I mean, that's 48 points that are around just in blocks just there. Um, that was almost the entirety of Mitch Creek's score for the whole of round two. So he's posting crazy defensive numbers right now. He's posting double-doubles, but he's also getting more run than I imagine on the offensive end, scoring 20-plus points regularly as well. So right now, he has the perfect fantasy game and the perfect captain's game. So this week, two more home games for Adelaide. New Zealand, first up, where he's just put up an 83. Then he'll match up against Jarrell Martin and the Kings. So he'll certainly have more competition inside against the Kings, but we just saw the points can flow here as well. Um, Martin's just put up decent numbers himself, but he's opposing big man Cam Oliver, posting 64 and an 80 in Martin's two NBL games so far. So I think we're looking at another huge game from Hump. Number one, I, I just I can't make the mistake twice. So... How do you go past a man averaging 65 fantasy points over his first four games of the season? He leads the competition in total points. He leads the competition by average for any player that has played more than one game. And let's be honest, 
whilst Cairns sit at an unexpected, I guess, one win and three losses, Cairns will need to keep our number one Cam Oliver captain choice this week out there as long as they can to stay in contention. So let's have a look at the matchups this week. He's got the Hawks at home, um, and he's got his first away game against Brisbane. So it almost feels like it doesn't matter who Cam plays right now. He's almost an automatic captain selection. So um, he did play the Hawks in round one. He posted a a more than solid 49, but the Snakes also lost by 16 there. So I think there might be a point to prove as um, they play them again and hope to bounce back. Bears, though, still an unknown, um, but again, I like the AJ and the Froling matchup for Cam in what should be, honestly, a walk-up double-double for him. Um, his second matchup is more of an unknown. First away game this season, and we know Cam loves more so playing at home than away, and um, he'll be over at the Nissan Centre against Brisbane, but there is a slight flag here for Cam. Don't come back and tell me I didn't mention it. He played two games against Brisbane last season over there in away games, and he scored 22 and 13. So, look, I've heard no news about a Hodgson return, um, considering Brisbane have only played two games so far, both being against the Hawks. I just figure we can overlook that. If Sam Froling can score 37 and 40 against Brisbane, if AJ, an aging AJ, can post a 54, I don't think we should have any worries with Cam going 50-plus. It's definitely a different Brisbane outfit this season. And I don't believe Hodgson is back. So this week's captains, remember, we have the very early 3 p.m. lockout today. That's uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And remember, it's not just your bullets and kings that will lock, but it's also your captains. Don't get caught off guard there. They will lock as well. So let's hope for a huge captain score in round four. And uh, good luck. Good luck.